Hey everybody, and welcome to the sixth episode of Metal and Magic Podcast. A couple reminders. First off, you have one more episode after this one before our new audio setup takes effect. We'll have another microphone starting at episode eight, where you'll be able to hear us more clearly. It'll make things more enjoyable for you, I assume. Also, we've decided that starting at episode eight, we would cut our sessions in half to make two episodes for each session. We normally sit down and play for roughly two hours, and instead of giving you guys the entire session at once, we are going to split it up to make it more manageable for people who have shorter commutes and stuff like that. Two, two and a half hours is a very daunting uh, runtime, I know. So we wanted to um, make it a little more manageable for everybody. So with that being said, let's jump right in to episode six of the Metal and Magic podcast. The Tide Podcast Challenge, or Sneaky Snakes. Hello everyone and welcome to Tide Podcast Challenge. <laughs> we just changed our name to the Tide Podcast Challenge. Enjoy yourselves. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome to episode 6 of Metal and Magic Podcast. Um, where last we left our party... Um, he means the Tide podcast. <laughs> um, you guys have trekked through the void and come upon a city called Ozengard. Before you, a bearded dwarf stands in evening clothes with a katana at his side, arms spread wide, welcoming you to his home. He looks directly at Squall and he says, Welcome back. You stand in front of him. <laughs> the door is open. Uh, he gestures inside. Uh, after you, kitty cat. Yeah. Hello, by the way. <laughs> hello. Hello. Uh, hello. Uh, hello. I'm, I'm, again, I mean, I know it's not a burden for me to be here, but uh, my friends here, we're heading to... Um, the floating arcanium above uh, Nifflinhelm. Uh, we need to, instead of going through the night and camping out somewhere outside of Ozengard, we need a place to stay. Thank you. Karox. He uh, he looks at <laughs> he looks at Karox and he's like, um, "Well, any friend of Squall's is welcome in my home." So we're not really welcome there. <laughs> he, he has a really big, hearty laugh, like a Santa Claus laugh. He jiggles. Um, he says, um, I will have food brought out for you. And he snaps his fingers, and this huge boom echoes through the, um, through the halls of his home. Um... You guys, I assume, walk in? Yeah. Alright, so as you guys walk in, uh, he grabs Squall by the uh, arm so he doesn't pass. And you guys all walk in. He, As he has Squall, he gestures behind him for you guys. There is a table. Okay. Uh, 
so the food will be brought out there. As I walk in, I lean over, I say, JK. (laughs) (laughs) So he stops Squall mid-stride and puts him back in front of him. He's got his back to you guys. JK to the JK. (laughs) Um... He, he looks at Squall and he says, what are you doing here? Uh, seriously, that was the truth. We're on, a, we're on a journey, or they're on a journey for the king to uh, make sure all the surrounding settlements are all in line with his views because there's apparently there's a guy named Cedric who like sent a lightning bolt and killed the champion he puts his finger up and he's like several questions already (laughs) what happened to your brothers and sisters you didn't get the message he he says I received what I what I believe to be a letter from you however it is Damn near indecipherable. <laughs> 22 perception. Okay, what are you perceiving? I'm hearing. Yeah, you can listen all this. Okay. I mean, it's a very... The acoustics are great. They did! No, I just, <laughs> so, so I he says, say that. He says, I got your letter, basically, but he can't read it because your writing is bad. Do you think we can talk about this later? In private? This is really like sensitive. If if you must, but I did hear you mention Cedric. Yeah. Correctly, is Cedric. that not correct? Yes, you're correct. We're and passing through. It's just all the reason why we're here. He um he grabs you by the shoulders and like spins around with you to face your party. Um, (laughs) He says, I hear you are all heading to Niflinhelm to visit the floating Arcanium. Yes. That is true. We have information saying that the lightning bolt slash disintegration ray came from there. Well, it's grave news that it seems Cedric has some help, or at least some allies in high places. Um, But your plan to stop Cedric is a noble cause. I wish I was younger myself and I would come with you. I I, I can do that. I can make you younger for a day. Not young enough, I'm afraid. (laughs) Feel free to spend... Hi. Like I'm gonna assume that was in per like in character. You like you say I can make you younger, and he said uh, not young enough. And then Trake is confused, and you interrupt your master while he's talking. He, yeah. he looks at you at the side of his eye, mm. and he starts over. Feel free to spend the night here and move on in the morning. You've got important work to do, Squall. Once you get settled, come to see me. As he walks off, he um, reaches up to a bookshelf 
and he pulls out what looks to be this folded piece of old parchment, and he unfolds it once and tosses it into the air. Um, the uh, piece of parchment unfolds mid-air, and Callum says, I forgot to introduce myself. I am Callum Burning Blade, the last of the Burning Blade clan. Welcome to my home. The paper unfolds, and it starts to take shape, and right before your eyes, this piece of parchment becomes a paper drake. It's, um... It's a small dragon, about four feet tall. Mm -hmm. And he looks at Squall and he says, I think there's someone you should meet. This small paper drake, uh, it's almost got like the mannerisms of a domesticated dog, like a large dog. So it runs, it runs up to Squall and starts licking his face yeah, with yeah. his razor sharp claws and teeth, like right in that area. Um... So a little description is, with its sharp angles and translucent skin, this draconic creature looks as if it was carefully folded on a massive sheet of paper, including its razor-sharp claws and teeth. Um, I will show you a picture. It's pretty neat. It is a, like I said, it is like a paper dragon. So let me pass this around one second. So as it is uh, licking your face and, like, being like a dog, Callum says, This is Vethos, my newest pet. I know I told you, Squall, that I wouldn't take in any more children. But apparently drakes and dragons are a completely different story. Yeah. Um, so, with that, uh, Callum claps his hands twice, and <coughs> Vethos, uh, Vethos turns around and follows uh, Callum as he returns to his chambers and as he walks past someone comes into the room with um, big trays of food and lay it out on the table. Massive feast. Trays of food's all over. <laughs> 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 so, what do you do? You're in a home. Um, it is understood. It's understood that uh, Squall will show you where you can sleep. Yeah. Um... But you've got food in front of you. It is night time. I eat. Good choice. <laughs> What's in front of us? It's, it's various different vegetables. This is, um, as you walked in, it's like a farming community with like, uh, like a Japanese architecture style. Okay. Um, so you've got a bunch of vegetables. There's various meats, uh, rice, salad, a little bit of everything. Okay. I'll eat a portion. Okay. Um, I assume Trake is eating his share. <laughs> he um, yeah, I'm gonna eat all the meat. <laughs> all the meat that other people haven't eaten already. I your, assume. Your oh, face. Yeah. It just. This face looks like. I guess I'll eat some of this peasant food. <laughs> what's uh? What's Morana doing? Eating. Eating. Cool. Squall, are you eating? Eating. Not really. You're not eating. <laughs> not really. Okay. Um, so... I hand Squall's plate to Trake. I've, I've already... I'm, like, not even at the table. I'm, like, pushed... I'm, like, sitting back away from the table like that. So, I don't even have a plate. You're brooding. You're being a gothy, angsty, <sighs> angsty teenager. No. Edgelord. Yeah. 
Yeah, that could be <laughs> offensive to the gothy teenagers. Don't also. worry. Yeah. I, I, it's okay. I, I, when you I, get I, older, I, you'll realize that that is exactly what's happening in your life. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Being a bitch. Yeah. Well, don't be a bitch. <laughs> so, um, you guys got anything you want to talk about at the table, or do you want to fast forward until something So happens? he seemed upset. Yeah. He was. What'd you do? It's not what I did. It's the situation that's occurred before you guys, not you guys. As I'm looking through the dead bodies in your cell. Yes. Why are you inefficient? I mean, (laughs) I'm sorry, Church. I wish I could be as efficient as you. Why are you inefficient? Don't let the people around you die. (laughs) And I eat his whole plate. (laughs) The plate. You just take the entire plate. Yes, I eat the plate. (laughs) (laughs) It was pretty good. Sweet. (laughs) So, um, Squall, you were told to go see your master when everything got settled. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? I'll I'll show them to the quarters where I slept. Which is where everybody else slept. You would know that there was a separate room for guests. Big it's, enough it's, for this? Yeah, it's you know how you guys all shared a room? Mm-hmm. There's another room like that, but for guests. I'll show them to the guest house. So you guys walk into the, the room that he shows you to, and it's like... Much nicer than where they stayed. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you because you're too far away from the <laughs> microphone. Yes, it was, it was, it's nicer than where uh, Squall stayed. Okay. But it is a large room with like eight beds. Okay. Um, after he shows us there and walks off, I showed I showed Poe uh, Mohu, not Poe. Uh, I showed I Mohu showed the, the garden. Panda. I showed Mohu the garden of with the big cherry blossom tree okay. in the middle of it. Um, I guess like, this is another want. time to point out Mohu is not here at the moment, so I'll be doing a thing until he gets here. Uh, um, after he shows us to our room, I'm going to touch Salar and say, go listen in, and then she turns invisible. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. What? Salar, <laughs> you're invisible, and you were just commanded to go listen in. What do you do? My first thought is, this could be very useful. <laughs> I'm glad I haven't done anything to this one. <laughs> you know? Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you think I'm a bitch, but that's okay. That's better than doing something There's to There's a you. difference between thinking and knowing. And knowing. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, would you even know if I stayed here then? I mean... I don't think. I mean, as I long as you're like, like making noises or running around, because it doesn't it doesn't silence your footsteps. I feel like you uh, you would want to know. I do want to know. I'm gonna go. <laughs> All right, so go you're gonna listen. you're gonna follow him. I, yeah, I, I already oh. have my excuse planned out in case I get caught. What's the uh, range on that, James? I'm looking it up. <laughs> also, is invili- is invisibility self only? No. No, remember, remember, remember we did we yeah, did check that. Yeah. So for some reason. 
Yeah. yeah. You, you uh, can only pass it on others until it's greater. Okay. All right. So um, you're going squall to visit your master. Mm-hmm. I've dropped the I've dropped panda off. Yeah. Mohu is looking at the guard and seeing if there's anything he can use in his brews or potions. You don't have to be within any range of me. I just it, have to concentrate on it for up to an hour. Okay. Or it lasts up to an hour. Cool. So, uh, you walk up to Master Burning Blade's um, bedroom door. What do you do? I take a deep breath. I start to walk away, but then I come back. Okay. I throw up. (laughs) You hear from inside, come in. He goes, uh, and Cellar is following. Are you outside the door, or are you coming in with him to the room? That's important. I've closed you, the door use your me. voice. I am going to look in the room and see if it's large, like if it's small enough to where I would still be able to hear things from outside. You think that um, you could hear from outside fine. Okay. Is it like is it, is it is it like like little dojo things like paper thin walls or stuff like that? Um, no, at? his bedroom is like a normal bedroom? building. Okay. Yeah, he. Um, but it's it's the the acoustics in this house are weird, and um, you can hear fine. Okay, then I'm staying out. You also can assume since he heard the vomit, he th- heard Squall throw up. He you can hear out there. Okay. So, Squall, you walk in, and do you leave the door open or shut it? I've shut it behind you. You shut the door behind you. Um, he says, now tell me what you were afraid to tell me in front of your friends. Not facing him. It's like this. They're gone. Gone as in wandering somewhere? Gone as in dead? Do you want gone to just cut to the chase? Gone as in dead. Okay. What happened? We, when you sent us to Orenthal, we reached Orenthal, saw that there was a bunch of debris everywhere. Orenthal was apparently, like, under a trance. It was in rambles. Um, before we got to the gates, we were ambushed by this thing named, by this, the, one of, what I'm assuming now is Cedric's um, underlings. Okay. And what was what you said named, but then you didn't say a name. Um It's okay. Look, I understand that you're nervous. Take a deep breath. Go throw up outside again. It's okay. <laughs> I just want to know what happened. We di- they died. We died, they died. Got it. We died. You died we, and then you came I, back to life. I no, apparently I don't really he <laughs> He puts his hand on your shoulder and he's like I'm like clenching my fists at this point. It, it's hard when you've lost what you've lost. And then to be found by me and lose your brothers and sisters all over again. I understand. How do you understand? You... They were my children. But you've lost... Children? children? I've lost brothers in a... He looks at you with a confused sideways it head. It is, like, the same <laughs> amount of pain 
at it least equal, more. if not great. You, yeah, you didn't to lose a child. have to. You didn't. They weren't born by this man. They were. No, uh, they, they were. were still cared they were adopted, and he cared for them um, like they were his own. Right. Like he did you. You. You didn't share every moment with these people, like I did. What's your armor class? <laughs> Nate, seventeen. All right, yeah, no, I got you. I rolled a 19, plus oh, I'm not even adding anything. You just take one point of damage as he fucking slaps you across your face. Not the name. Smile creeps across oh. my face at this, at this sound. I sent you on a mission. I understood there would be consequences, and I thought I understood that you knew there would be consequences. Oh, I knew there were consequences of losing my entire you didn't think that going on a mission to kill someone could result in your death it was a simple recon mission that you sent us on I sent you not to kill the fucking dude there I sent you on a mission that could have resulted in yours and your brothers and sisters death but it's alright he puts his hand back on your shoulder you seem to have found a new group of friends. Yes. Tell me about them. Now this is what I came here Individually, to Individually, I go off about them all. Not go off. No, just I, you know, say, say the words. I go... I need to know specifics. It's... Stop. Salar... Just let him be the, the Yintai... Uh, we didn't start off the best, but as of like the past like past few months, it's been a few months, right? Or a few it's, weeks. It's been at least. Let's see. They met you in Orenthal. Yeah, we'll say it's been about two months since they've started their quest. So probably about a month, month and a half. I don't know. Time is hard, <laughs> but um, yeah, I'll start tracking days. Well, but no, it's been a, it's, it, yeah, it's been over a month for the two since you've been with them, because that's what I wrote here in my stuff. That I've been wandering with these, well, most of these guys. We had one party member who left, and we got a new one. But I haven't been around her for a decent amount of time. Um, so I'm just gonna tell them about these guys, about Mohu, Selar, and. I don't know you yet. I fucking saved your ass. <laughs> I don't know you. I, I'll, I'll mention you that. I'll mention a that. Hairless, translucent skin <laughs> kitty cat. If it I'll wasn't mention for that Marana. at some point, okay? <laughs> I go. I say, sorry with Salar. I'm Salar. She's Yentai. She was with the King's Guard, uh, from what I know. Um, she uh, again. We haven't had the best. <laughs> best relationship, back and forth, biting at each other's, you know, nipping at each other's noses and stuff like that. It's a cat thing. It's a cat that thing. That sounds really playful, and I'm not for that. <laughs> nipping at each other's noses. Um, um <laughs> nose nips. <laughs> um, we're not exactly friends, but we're. You all get along well enough to survive. Yes, I understand. Karox and everybody else is. Pretty much the same way. Karak's trait in Mohu 
I did tell him about um, Nvidia. Okay. Why she left, and then I led up to everything to Morana, and Morana saving my life after fighting the Aboleth. The Aboleth. Okay. So she saved my life. So you've had um, quite a harrowing journey since you lost your brothers and sisters, but you seem to be getting along just fine. Um, it seems that their efforts will align with yours. I would give you my blessing to continue with them. I understand you don't need it, but I just want you to know you have it. You've traveled with them for what you explained as over a month. You fought with them side by side, and they seem trustworthy enough, as I have yet to hear about anyone dying or things being stolen throughout my city. I, I want to add, I've gotten a few more tricks <laughs> since you last saw me. <laughs> um, I tell them uh, I can... I've become a follower of Grund. I knew you could do it. I wasn't going to help you. <laughs> uh, sink or swim, Catboy. <laughs> I'm a paladin as well. He, um, he pulls out a little medallion that he keeps under his clothes, and it's got the same symbol that you know is a volcano erupting on an island. And he's like, well, it seems like you take after your father in more ways than you would like to know. Um, I would like to have known. I was just using that. This is, I, I don't want to add it because I was going off of what... Um, uh, I've evolved your, your backstory a little more. Just yeah, the, um, I was going off... At of least the, the, your master's backstory. The female half-elf. What's her name? Um, Mira. Mira. Uh, I was going. I don't know that what was you're that was about. her. Um, oh yes. Yeah. Your was, your sister. Yeah. Okay. That was her follower. So um, he tells you. He says, "You need to put your trust in your team, and I know they will do the same. I know you have a tendency to act impulsively. Try to remember what I've taught you." Think before you act. And his his hand gets tighter on your shoulder. Death before dishonor. Respect. And self-control. Self-control and dishonor thrown out the window at this point. Because I'm bringing honor back. Follow the tenets you've learned. And they will lead you to victory. And with that, he says, he puts his other hand on your shoulder and he says, Boy, I am tired. I'm glad you're okay. Get some rest. You okay. still have those trinkets? The ones that you sent with the message? Yes. Yes, as he gestures over to a small writing desk with your letter still on it and the items next to it. Do you want them? I would very much like to keep them. They are all I have left of my other children. I... not... Um... <clears throat> I start tearing. 
at this point. Um, he, he pats you on the back and he says, I understand that you're sad. I'm angry. I'm not sad anymore. I want revenge. Well, you're going through the grief process. <laughs> there are several steps. <laughs> You'll get there eventually. And he says again, I'm tired. I apologize. And I, I, I bow. He nods and gestures to his door. While that's happening, uh-huh. <clears throat> I kind of noted where he was going away from like the room not all the way to his master's room but uh, like just, the path yeah. to get back and I take 25 feet of rope and put it in a circle on the floor are you casting rope trick? no oh okay <laughs> I put, put it on a circle on the floor and then uh, do a little um, magic fingers yeah uh, whatever and it goes invisible, and I go back to the room. I thought that was a ranger spell. <laughs> so, you cast a spell. You cast a spell in the walkway. Yeah. About 25 feet away from y'all's door. Is it breaking concentration? Yeah, yeah that would be breaking Is concentration. Is it a concentration thing? No. I don't think. Hold on. Check. Because this is important. This is, this is very, <laughs> very, very important, James. I'm still doing it. It's okay. I still have the excuse. Don't worry. It's not concentration. Okay. Okay. But it's about 25 feet away from you guys' door, correct? Yeah. All right. I mean, I would assume... I mean, I don't know if she leaves or not, but, like, I got to check something else, though. Okay, well, here's... Um, I mean, I, it, whenever he t- she hears him say... Time to so go. Leave. She would leave. Yeah, I assume. Are you staying? What's your decision on? You hear. You hear the words. Um, I am tired. And an implication of it's time to go. I would walk down the hall. Back to your ways. Yeah. You going all the way back to your room, or do you want to be invisible and wait up for your friend? I'm confused. <laughs> Um, honestly, I would want to be a little bit further down the hall in front of him, just in case if I were to suddenly unpop invisible, that way I could, like, use my excuse. Well, okay. (laughs) The invisibility spell says that the spell ends for a target that attacks or casts a spell. So as long as you don't attack or cast a spell, you stay invisible. For that hour. It didn't take an hour. It was just a small conversation. Okay. So you're good if you just get in front of him uh, down the hall a ways for when he leaves. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you guys, I assume, are both walking back separately but together to the bedrooms. Mm-hmm. James, what happens when um, someone gets in that circle? I wasn't going back to their room. I, was I, I have a thing. Don't worry. Okay. Um, you gotta make, they make a, uh, dexterity saving throw. Alright, so Salar, make a dexterity saving throw. So would this be a saving throw because of magic? Yes, it is a spell. Because Salar's in front and Anthony's taking a different path. (laughs) I was going back to my room. I know. (laughs) You said dexterity? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that will be a 17. Okay. You succeed... 
you like feel something tight around your ankle for just a second and you do like an invisible action roll that you thought was really cool but because you're invisible no one ever saw it (laughs) and uh you're free you make it back to your room anthony you make it to yours um the room you shared with your brothers and sisters their things are still in their rooms or in your room now I'm just an invisible person. Now you're just invisible for a little bit. Unless you want to let, uh, unless you want to like smack somebody or cast a spell at somebody. You're or ask James, because you can still talk. Ask James what? to be like, make me not invisible anymore, please. But it's up to you. And she doesn't even know that there was a spell there because the rope is consumed by the spell. <laughs> I told her she did a little action roll because she felt something constricting her, but yeah. she doesn't know what it was. And it looked really cool, but no one could see her. Yeah. I want to know what the spell was. But you don't know. No. You will never know. Um, and knowing's half the battle, so you're going to lose the battle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so I guess what I'm going to do is walk up very, very close. Are you stealthing? To Karox. Are you stealthing? I can try. Alright, so Karox, you got disadvantage on this because she's invisible. Uh, uh, but you can do a, um, a perception check with disadvantage. Damn. What'd you do? I got a seven. <gasps> I rolled a ten! <laughs> okay, so what are you doing? But what I, are you doing? I, I rolled a five and a twenty. <laughs> I'm keep this orange die going tonight. Good, don't one. throw it. Do don't it, throw it across the room. So what are you doing, Salar? I am walking up. I'll here. break invisible. <laughs> then suddenly I pop right in front of you, practically nose to nose, just staring. Were you gonna lick his face? <laughs> no. The only reason you'd be that close to someone is if you're going to touch their face with your face. Are you trying to creep me out? It was going to just be I fuck with dead things. I fuck with dead things. I don't fuck dead things. I fuck with dead things. So you guys are in rooms. It is the... It's like 11 at night now. So I'm not invisible anymore. You're not invisible anymore. I say it's... It was just a huge sob story. Hmm. Did he mention anything about my zombies? Did you mention anything about my? I was no. going to, but he cut me. He kept cutting me off. Uh, but you know, your master kept cutting. I'm yeah. just the omnipotent yeah. narrator. The character <laughs> kept me off. No, nothing. He didn't cut me off. About I was going to. I just didn't have an opportunity to. That's good. So. But he better. did say he didn't like you too much. That's fine. Better. Uh... He actually said that about all of us. Better <laughs> the lies. It's, it's better that uh, roll a that deception was, check. No, I, I wasn't even gonna do a per- deception check. It was gonna be just like. It's better that uh, people outside this party don't know about that. I definitely agree with that. <clears throat> they wouldn't understand. <laughs> there are some people in this party. That you don't, don't get me, Dad. Yeah. Um, you don't understand. <laughs> you were calling him an emo edgelord. <laughs> the guy who wears all black and brings dead things back to life. Has this with his skeleton hand light. and his emo hair. Right. It's slick hair. 
Ah, sorry guys, I kicked my microphone. That's what you get. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So Karak actually cast a spell on you. <laughs> he cast lift leg. Yeah. I cast a spell on you. So it's it's the end of the night, or it's the middle of the night. What do you do? In the middle of the night, I go around and I put two more of those little rope traps around the place. Okay. Just for fun. Okay. I'll I'll roll those later. Okay. Uh, Squall, what are you doing? I I just stand inside the room for like ten minutes. And is there anything? Is it? Go ahead. Are there like open like chest openings? Like, can I like open up little boxes? Next they to they have foot lockers in front of their beds. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna open up each one. Okay. So who's are you opening? Well, just well, we'll do this. Um, I'll go down the line. Yeah. You open your sister, the the elf. Mm-hmm. And Verna. It's What's her name? Verna. Verna. And. Curveball out. <laughs> Son, I guest Luck- starred at that backstory. Luck- <laughs> Luckily, Squall was there to save him. <laughs> I hope he's there for the other ones. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's the only one I remember. <laughs> um, but you open Verna's chest, and besides like her, maybe like sparring gear and common clothes, you find a very small book. He smells her underwear. No. <laughs> Roll no. a perception smell check. I'm joking. I'm joking. Roll, Mohu's roll, not here right now. Mohu's not here. Oh, the one time he's not here! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you don't have to roll anything. Okay, well, that's a waste of an at 20. I'm sorry. Thanks. Okay, I'll use it. You identify this book, which is in common. Identify. As the book of the one and the five. You finally have one that's in common that's not in Gnomish. You <laughs> could have translated his book. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> but yeah, now you have one. Now you have one in um, common. No, like if you take it. Okay. If you want to leave the one that's in Gnomish, she can. She doesn't need either of them. I, I put it she, back. I don't she dead it. as dicks. I don't need it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, They're all dead. As you go down if the you line, want, we can go back, dig him up, and we you can be. He can reanimate him now. Sisters again. I, uh, I was gonna. No. But I'm not gonna waste that time. <laughs> We're not going back to war. <laughs> I give you like really big zombies with armor and weapons. Um, <laughs> no. Um, as you go down the line, you basically find the same thing: sparring gear, common clothes, and like a necklace or a bracelet. Or just one random used item. <laughs> no, the the sock is on the door, which is supposed to mean no one come in. Um, kick that bitch over. Because of the used <laughs> condom. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, you you find one basically one personal trinket from your siblings, and yeah. I assume you just look at them and put them back, I'm like you just did. Them. Taking them. Are you taking the book? Taking the trinkets. The book was the trinket okay, for her. Yeah. And then yeah, let's take that. Okay. My brain hurts. <laughs> you second, like, you got thought, to the next one, it was like, oh, I like this bracelet, but if I take his, I gotta take hers, too. You know what? That's right. I'm gonna take everything. Fuck them. They dead. I don't need that shit. 
Um, um they dead as cataract zombie dicks. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to sleep. Dead as zombie inside dicks. of my, my my. So you go to sleep in your slash their room. Yeah. Now it's just your room. You've always wanted a room to yourself. All you have to do is have the rest of your party. Yeah, all you have to do is have your brothers and sisters killed. Um, <laughs> so you go to sleep. Everyone else kind of hitting the hay. Yeah. After Carax yeah. does his thing. Yep. He's all just right. having a little fun. What is your spell save, DC? 15. Okay. So in the morning, I'll let you know what happened. Okay. Um, you all go to sleep. Um, Salar, as you close your eyes in quite possibly the most uncomfortable bed you've slept in in quite a while. More uncomfortable than the ones in the barracks? I said in a while. Okay. In a while. So about equally as uncomfortable? Yeah. But as you close your eyes, you suddenly open them, and you're surrounded by burning buildings. Um, everything is blurry besides the fire. Make a um, perception check. You know these are my worst checks. I know, Actually, and I wrote next to it and, 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 something and, that <laughs> matters to this situation. She can't use her passive. <laughs> oh. Is it 12 or above? Yes. Okay. I made it I low. rolled a 17. I don't make y'all's perception checks really hard. <laughs> it's just y'all suck. I know. <laughs> y'all suck at RNG. Gee, thanks, Dad. <laughs> you see your clan running frantically amongst the burning shacks. Um, there are small reptilian beings running around with torches and shoddily made blades and clubs. Your people are dying. You see these kobolds, of which you know they are now, as you, your vision comes into focus. They're killing the Yuntai that haven't died from the fire, or the collateral damage from the fire. Um, you look down at yourself, and all of a sudden you're in your armor. Um, you're not in your night clothes. I assume you don't sleep in your armor, because there's rules against that. I don't sleep in um, my armor. Okay, I already told everyone I sleep in the nude. I'm okay. very clear. So you were naked, but now you're clothed. <laughs> I could um, be wearing, like, a smock or something. So you are now wearing your full armor, okay. and it's your current armor. Okay. No weapons, though. What about shield? Mm-mm. Uh-huh. You look back up, and this kobold is walking up behind Serafina, and he brandishes a large club. What do you do? Charge up to it. And? Go to kick it. Okay, roll an attack with your strength. Um, like, not very high. That would be a 10. It, you're not sure, but it feels like you didn't touch anything. Like your hand or foot, whatever, you kicked it. Kind of, it either missed or went through it, but you're not sure because you rolled kind of bad. I'm going to try again, but this time I'm going to use my hands. Okay. 14. You see your hand just go straight through it. Okay. All right. So uh, punches and kicks don't work. What are you doing? You got tons of other things you can do. I take a deep breath Mm -hmm. and point. And my Eldritch Blast comes out. Alright, roll to hit. That one is going to be well over 20. 
Okay. So your Eldritch Blast strikes true, but it goes right through and hits the house that's on fire behind Serafina. So it hits the house. Mm-hmm. It actually does damage to the house. But no, it, it just kind of dissipates as it hits okay. the wall. Oh, no. What, what's happening? You, He's getting closer. He's very sneaky. So, you know, I'm giving you leeway. He's getting very close to Serafina. What's what's ha- how do you feel? How do you feel when your magic and your fists and stuff don't work? How do you feel? Extremely frustrated. Uh-huh. Like that's the first bit was anger and frustration. Okay. Confusion with the kick, anger frustration with the grasping, and then with the Eldritch blast, it was kind of like, "Oh my god, I can't do anything." So you feel helpless. Is that what helplessness is? I don't. I don't understand emotions. I'm a snake. I'm a snake. <laughs> All right. Slithery little snake. <laughs> As you, in your frustration and what you may or may not understand as helplessness, um, you suddenly a a storm hits and it begins to rain. Within what feels like seconds, the fire is gone. The rain sizzles as it hits the cobalt skin. They burn as the water touches them. They all begin to fall one by one. And in the rain, a figure appears, shimmering in the light of the moon. Um... So, I didn't become a priest. So imagine I'm in line with the demon lord. Imagine <laughs> you're seeing this titanic figure. You're seeing this titanic figure, mm-hmm. but it's in the raindrops mm-hmm. and the light of the moon. It doesn't seem physically there. It's more like a reflection. Okay. She looks down at you and says, "My dear, you've lost so much in such a short amount of time." You were mere hours too late to save the last of your line. You managed to rescue the one who was most precious to you, but that doesn't outweigh the hundreds of lives lost that night in fire and smoke. But I've heard your call, and I feel your loss. And I sense my gift. And you look down, and your sword is in your hand. Okay, so now things are starting to dawn on me. What's actually going on here? (laughs) I know it doesn't seem fair, but you're strong, and you'll get through it. The loss will always be in your heart and on your mind. But know that you could not have changed this outcome. But you can change the outcome of the many, many deaths that await in your future. The sword leaves your grasp and begins to float in the rain, spinning slowly. As you see it pick up speed, it spins faster and faster. The rain gets harder and harder, and everything becomes a blur. And when it's done, the sword stops, and it looks like a completely different sword. Gone are the jagged edges and the rustic design. It's now smooth and elegant as it floats down and re-enters your grasp. It's much colder than you remember. 
Um, the vision speaks. If you need my protection, hold my sword tight. My light will shine on you and you will be protected. The vision of Alaram begins to fade as the rain slows. And you hear just an echo that says, No other element can have such grace and such fury as water. Be like water. Know when to flow and when to rage. You sit in the ruined shacks of your former clan, the light of the moon illuminating you like a spotlight from above. And in that light, your sword glows blue, and a chill runs up your arm and down your body. You freeze, encased in ice. You feel no cold. And in a blink, the ice is gone, and you're sitting up in your bed with your sword in your hand. Okay. It's morning. Okay, Bruce Lee. I know, look, okay, there are only so many quotes that I can, like, get inspiration from, but also not use. I didn't say, water goes in a glass, and it becomes a glass, okay? I'm using the flowing water instead of the, the stationary water. There was more to that quote, but I edited it down because it was long. Okay, so... So, you look in your hand, and there's a brand new sword... I think I just got a power up. Level up. <laughs> <laughs> Mechanically, let me give you this. Okay. Your sword currently does 1d4 cold damage. Yep, it's... Yeah. It now does 1d8 cold damage. Really? Yep. So I'm going to be rolling 2d8 now? Yep. You're still resistant to cold. That doesn't change. Okay. Once... Per long rest, you can use a reaction to encase yourself in ice. This gives you a plus two to AC until you start your next turn. So it's morning. Salar sits straight up in her bed with her new sword in her hand. Um, everyone else, uh, you, I assume, wake up, unless anyone died in their sleep that I don't know about. I'm waiting at the... Uh, As Megan looks at me with those <laughs> eyes, like, can it be me? Can I be the dead one? I'm being held here against my will to play a game I don't like. Live but I like, Android. but also don't. It's a weird thing. That's all. That's what I got with those eyes. I know you're tired. It's okay. So you all wake up, and James, roll me a perception check. Ooh. Does it have to do with smell? <laughs> no, it has to do with sound. God damn it. <laughs> Ooh, 22. You hear, like, some struggling and, like, some some struggling and some, like, muffled screams coming through your wall from outside. <laughs> <laughs> he just giggles and goes back to sleep. <laughs> I peek out. There, um, you look in the direction of where you laid your two traps, and one of them, there is a, uh, a human male... Like, I assume it's a snare trap, so it, like, flings him up yeah, like this. Yeah, he's hanging three feet. So, yeah, he's hanging by one foot. Uh, kind of dangling there. It's it's still early morning. I go to help him, and I say, oh my goodness, what happened? <laughs> Roll a deception check. <laughs> I'm rolling with disadvantage because I'm distressed, so it's okay. I have a negative one. 
Damn, almost didn't matter. Four. <laughs> oh, okay. He, he I'll, I'll give it to you that he's a little distracted by his upside down hanging. So I have advantage. <laughs> Sixteen. Sure. I gave myself disadvantage. <laughs> Can they use my passive? No, you're good. You That'd said sixteen. Nine. You said sixteen. That's fine. He, he believes you. He, he's like, I was, I was walking down the, down the, hallway, and then I this. was like this. <laughs> Help! I'll cut him down. What you using? My bone, my bone <laughs> dagger. I thought I was at my place for a second. <laughs> um, he doesn't notice your bone hand. Okay. But you cut him down, and he kind of... Do you go to catch him, or do you let him drop? I'll hold him by his waist belt. To tend to As opposed to his leg belt. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, he might be gothic and wear one around his arm. He rolls a good enough deception or uh, dexterity check to, um, with your help... Um, land softly enough to not hurt hurt himself. And he's like, I've this has never I've never had anything like this happen in here. Uh, you know, there must do any gnomes live in this <laughs> village? Not not that I not that I know. Zero zero listeners. Megan <laughs> Megan's gonna make me sleep on the sofa. <laughs> But, uh, it, well, there must be one somewhere. As you know, those, those, those guys are very playful, and they like to be little tricksters. Roll a deception check. You could have advantage, though, because, you know, this is fun. Thirteen. Thirteen! Um, he matches you, but he's like, I, I guess... It's very weird. It is. It's very odd. Thank you for your help. No problem. Oh, you missed an opportunity for gnome problem. Remember. Um, gnome problem. <laughs> my name is Kerox, and I am here for the people. He um he gives you a gold piece. Yes. <laughs> As he thanks you and walks back. He's like, man, I've been up there for hours. <laughs> Broke ass bitch. I fell asleep. <laughs> I'm surprised he's not. Because the blood rush to Good my thing head. he didn't die. <laughs> um. Anyone else awake at this point? I was. I mean, I guess I. Yeah. Okay. So those of you who were in the room with Karak saw him leave the room. Those of you who are Squall are. I was uh, in, the in a different room. You were sleeping in the garden. No, I walked in. He woke up early and went to the car. Yeah. All right. You see a couple things like where it's obvious that Mohu's taken a bunch of stuff. Um. He can't help himself. He's also <laughs> on his way. <laughs> but um. You told him he could have what he wanted. Right. Yeah. Right. So um, you hear a loud gong. Which uh, is followed by a yell from far away that is just simply breakfast. What do you do? 
Mo, uh, Mohu, I guess, is doing what? What is Mohu doing? Mohu is heading to breakfast. <laughs> Drake will uh, go to breakfast to eat all the meat. I will accompany them. Okay. With your newly found gold piece. Yeah. I'm trying to catch up to them, to, to, to tell them to, to... If he eats with us, I suggest we let him eat. I don't know if he's going to do the difference since you're, you're visiting, but I'm going to do that. Who are you talking about? I, I've tried to find them. No, he's talking to you guys about his master. If I don't know who's still who's with. I don't talk while I eat. As you're walking. As we were, I, did yeah. I find them before they got there? As he's walking, I he's trying to, to explain yeah. to you to let his master take the first bite. If I can translate Anthony's speech. That, yes, correct. No, that, that wasn't even close. I knew what he meant. Oh. I read his backstory <laughs> and listened to it. And was a part of it. But yeah, that's what he meant. I speak fluent, Anthony. Hey, I have my own language now. That's talent. <laughs> so, um, Salar, Morana, what you doing? Breakfast. Yeah. Everyone's eating Pop breakfast. Have my cool new sword. <laughs> Cool evolved sword back into its little pocket dimension before exiting the room. Okay, so everyone heads to breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, Master Burning Blade sits at the end of the table. Um, the food arrives. Is there like a time from when? I mean, obviously there's a time between when the food arrives before the food arrives. And, and when we sat down. You mean, like, how long between when you sat and how long before the food arrives? Like, if you want to say something, you've got, like, yeah. uh, five minutes. Yeah, I'm going to say I uh, never was introduced, nor did I get to introduce myself. And I'm going to introduce myself to him as Karox Acrolis. Okay. I'm not going to make him roll anything. Warden of Glim. <laughs> None of that is a lie. <laughs> You're right. So, um, oh, you know, I don't think we mentioned that in the recap. You guys were knighted in a way. Salar got knighted. Um, and then, uh, Mohu, Squall, Trey. Just us two. Oh, wait, no. Those two, so, well, so that's four. And Uriel was dead. Yeah, but I'm (laughs) I'm sorry. I got that confused because I'm bad at things. The original (laughs) party was knighted. Those of them who were in the city guard already, Salar, got the the title of knight. And those of them who were citizens got the title of warden. The yep. remaining wardens are Trake and Karox. Yep. Um, so yeah, he, he looks at you and he's like, that's, that's a mighty name. Um, For a mighty wizard. He's like, you look, you look like... You look like a spellcaster. <laughs> Are those the default clothes? <laughs> no. No. Um, no, he um he tells you um he's like I've been known to sling a few spells in my day. What? Surprise, boy. <laughs> hmm. Um I kill him. No. no I'm just kidding. Oh. I didn't stat him. I didn't expect it. <laughs> um, he also has his little paper Drake next to him, 
seats him at the table, like next to his seat, not at the table. Oh. Um, that wasn't a deterrent. I cast flaming spear <laughs> in the, the 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 area of the. Nice. No, I'm just kidding. I don't do that. <laughs> I'm evil. I animate it. But I'm that evil. After I kill it. But how do we um, know that? So, um, the food comes, and um, Master Callum Burning Blade stands, and he puts his arms out over the food. I stand. That's fine. <laughs> you didn't have to, but that's fine. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's just... He puts his arms out over the table and he says a small, like, maybe one or two sentence prayer to himself. Rub-a-dub-dub. Thanks for the grub. Yay, God. Yes. <laughs> but which? God. No. Um. And as he waves his hands over the table one more time, you all feel a wave that of purity... Brush, brush over you as I smack my DM screen off the table. I feel sick. Purity with the question mark in parentheses afterwards, like we think it's purity, but we're not sure. Yeah, yeah. Those of you who have experienced divine magic will understand it is purity. I've experienced the exact opposite of that. <laughs> so you would, you would assume yes. Would my dream make me realize this is purity? No. Okay, so I'm just like, <laughs> okay. Um, you just feel a weird wave of energy wash over you as he sits back down. What's Trake doing? Eating. <clears throat> I am uh staring at him. Tapping your foot. What? what wondering uh when my food will be in front of me. The food is there. You didn't say that. I'm sorry. I meant to say. Yeah, the, you got, well, he, when I said he, he waves his hands through. over the food, I assumed that meant the food was at the table because he was at the table. Uh, I was using context clues in my own story. Um, but no, the the food is in front of you. He sits down and uh, picks up his utensils and begins to eat. As soon as he um, starts eating, first bite... I grab my plate, slam it back, and I'm looking at uh, Squall. Are you hungry? Yeah. Well, there's a plate over there. And I take his plate, and I eat his plate. <laughs> okay. So, Squall, there are there is more food on the table, but you all, anything anyone want to talk about at breakfast? Do you have new things? Where was this one? We were here. You just must not have been paying attention. When the kids move out, the parents buy nicer things so the kids can't <laughs> break them anymore. Yeah, he does look at you and he's like, you must not have paid close attention to me, child. Sure. Uh, roll a history check. <laughs> roll a history check. Oh, that's bad. Is it a uh, 10? Uh, no, it's a 9. I'll give it to you because I want <laughs> this to happen. Um, he, you, you kind of take a minute as you're sitting there at the table. Trake's eating your food. Um, 
But you do remember him doing the exact same thing every meal. No, I'm talking about the, the you... servants. The Drake, the servants, the big gong that happened. Oh, I thought before. you were talking about magic. Yeah, the magic that's been happening. That's what I'm asking about. That's I'm what he's the... talking about. That's what I'm talking oh. about. Oh. Listen to your memories. Okay. <laughs> um, you, you remember him doing the exact same prayer and you feeling a little weird afterwards, but you were too... Um, your mind was elsewhere all of the time. So you didn't think much of it. Um, Basically, you were too ignorant to know that. No, he was too hyper and ADHD to understand. <laughs> teenage, teenage angst. I- ignorance isn't a bad thing. But, it just um, means you don't know. Being stupid. The, the paper Drake is 100% new. The gong is new. Servants were there. They're new servants. But, I mean, he had helpers around the house. The gnomes must have dispatched them. Is Jasper still around? Yes. But, um... You you probably speak about him at the table. And, um... Callum says he's off in Niflinhelm fetching supplies and gathering items that I asked him to gather. Um, with that, you guys have a lovely meal. And he tells you, you know, feel free to stay or come back whenever you're in the area. You will always be welcome. As I whisper a name into the mic. I take it we're leaving. It's up to you guys. Y'all ready? I am done with my meal and I sit up. Well, Mr. Gallon Burning Blade, <laughs> it seems that we are off. Um, um look, I, I, I don't think this is needed, but every little, like, I was talking to you about stuff. That's what I <laughs> every, every, everything I told you about last night, about how the king needs help with. No, I didn't. With all the riling of the troops, um, you have upstanding. You're at uh, have some standing here. I'm just throwing my wits out there. You you know we're just farmers, and any little bit helps here. I will send him a letter, and offer what if any aid that I can, and I will. Tell him that you asked. Oh, if you see any other travelers, tell them to go to um, Malvo's Magical Emporium. You got three of the four. And that's that. <laughs> Squall, it's time to go. Wait, are you Come really? on. Yes, he just, he just fucking, he just fucking name dropped. Hey. Malvo. Hey, Squall. Out of character, like, that's, that's pretty shit. That dude raise you and, like, you're a petty little bitch. I'm just saying. <laughs> he's he's I'm trying to to he's trying to keep his word to Malvo. Uh, yeah, but there's. Eh, I said if okay. you if you see if you see followers, I mean it's kind of like any magical items or anything. It, it's 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 uh, it's kind of like you know, your friend makes dice towers, and you want people to, you know, buy his dice towers. What was his name again? What guy was that? 
The one that makes the dice tower. Oh, there's fire, fly, laser, tower, cutter, things. Yes. Yeah, okay, so moving on. <laughs> um, Firefly laser cutter, okay. So so with that, you guys are... Um, can I hug him? Yeah, you can try. Can I? Uh, Roll a grapple check. I'm playing, I'm playing. <laughs> I'm, gonna I'm playing. To... Yeah, no, he... Um, as he tells you guys goodbye, he, like, grabs Squall by the shoulder from behind, and he turns him around and gives him a big old hug. I tell him, I whisper into his ear, it's like, I will find the man who killed these, killed our family. Cool. He says, <laughs> he says, cool. Cool, my dude. <laughs> you guys are, um, heading out, I assume? Yes. Uh-huh. After Squall plugged Mohu, we are heading out. <laughs> so I don't uh, appreciate the plugging, Kitty. By the way, Mohu's here. To give me He's all the ingredients. All right. So um, as you walk through the town, the sun is just rising. Um, you um you head to your destination of Nifflinhelm. <laughs> There seems to be but a half day, uh, and Squall would know this from just traveling in this area, um, about a half day left before you're out of the desert. I'm going to roll a half day's worth of random encounters. So as you get to what Squall remembers as the edge of the desert, the edge of the void... There's a large sand dune in front of you. Anybody got a sled? Um, I have a shield. But yeah, that it's works. just a big sand hill. What's happening? What are you doing? At the edge of the... Mm-hmm. Oh, natural 20 sleight of hand Salar shield. Run up the hill <laughs> and use it as a sled to slide down the dune. If you would like to as... try to contest this, feel free. I'm not going to be able to roll a natural 20, but... It would be an insight, I think, or perception. I'm just going to do an arcana check on the area with a 18. Uh, Besides the um, magic you usually feel emanating from your party, you do not feel any magic. Alright, I was just checking because sand dunes on the... The edge of the desert's kind of weird. Yeah. But what do you do? I uh, go up to the top of the sand dune. Alright, you're on top of the sand dune. What do I see? You see green. And a panda sliding down the edge. Yes, and you see a... You, you see a large table in front of you for rolling dice. And for some reason you keep missing it. Um, I like this. I, I understand. For a for the visual audience watching us, or lack thereof, he like slammed his dice down on the table and it bounced up and flew off. Um, no. So you guys, um, you, Karox, see, um, green. The desert has ended, and under you, you see a uh, you see a panda. Riding a shield. He's under me? Well, down below. Oh, okay. He is riding a shield down the sand dune. You too. <laughs> <laughs> Why is everybody plugging me tonight? I don't appreciate this shit. So, what's up? 
Wee. <laughs> Somebody's getting plugged right now. Oh man! It's a forest. Hand no, it's like shield. it's like plains. <laughs> Just like flat, slightly hilly green land, uh, sparse trees, not like a forest. I'm just gonna. Alright. Slide. Just go. You're gonna go down the hill? Yeah. Okay, you go down the hill. Everybody, it's fine. It's not trapped. <laughs> um, I think I just proved that. But I'm not walking. You're sliding? Yeah, I'm literally sitting there. You Slide. sit on the sand. Dictionary. <laughs> I live in the sand, okay? She sits down and then lays down on her side and starts to roll. <laughs> he. Yeah, where, what is his name? Salvador? Salvador. Salvador the Snake. Yeah. So what do you do? You see planes Maybe in front of you. You've got shield. a little bit of a journey. Hey, guys. You might have a snake Head with down. you on the shield. Head down. If it's even, let's do it. then the snake is on the yeah, shield. let's go. It's hey, even. The snake is on the shield. He's a poisonous snake. Don't hurt him. We just went for a sled ride, and he had a good time. Yeah. <laughs> He's seeing so. other people now. <laughs> You guys travel for the rest of the day. Um, Can I get my shield back? I already gave it back. Okay. You're good. I had my fun. You guys travel for the rest of the day, and um, you know you've got, according to the map, about a quarter to a half a day's journey to your current place. Do you want to camp out, or do you want to go overnight? What do you want to do? Keep going. What time of day is it? I mean, it's evening. Maybe we should set up camp to make sure that we don't become too tired. Air quote, air quote. Air quote, air quote. Look to the great DM in the Ex- sky exhaustion. and we'll suffer exhaustion. Air quote, air quote. Right? <laughs> make it to the town. You could go to the town. Where is said town? How far away? Is it? Half a day's journey. It's like a quarter to a half day, depending on how fast. So it. we would be traveling through the night for a quarter of the night. It is. And we would get to the town in the middle of the night. And we would go walking down the street. Sure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we, okay, so we've got two votes for go through the night. We're going to just go around the table. Starting over here. Marana wants to go through the night. James wants to go through the night. Trake. Through the night. Through the night. Through the night's fine. Okay, everybody wants to go through the night. We don't even have to. I'm gonna make this big deal about exhaustion, <laughs> and then when I see that the odds are against me, I'm gonna change my mind at the last minute. I mean, <laughs> I'm outnumbered. Look, it's not that big a deal. Everyone wants to be a part of the winning team. Um, Salvador wants to camp. Originally, I didn't want to. Go but he gets to camp was... in my armor. Okay, so you guys travel through the night. I'm gonna roll some stiffs. And then we find All combat. The while Good I'm job. For <laughs> there, um, you don't find any snakes. That's fine. Salvador's You've got the one. Around. I gave you the one. There has the to be only. More. You killed the only other snake <laughs> in in all of Kars. It, it was an invasive species, false. so they they like had to get rid of them. That's false. Um, <laughs> they just put them on a boat. Put them on somewhere else. Snakes on a plane. There are other continents in my world. Stop looking at me like that. <laughs> it's false. There are more. And here I thought your world was flat. Weird. <laughs> um. So you guys travel on, and as you do, uh, about four hours into the night, you come to the gates of a city. 
It's a rather large city about the size of Glim. Wow. Um, Is there anything floating in the sky? Well, the, the, the walls are pretty high. Wow. Um, there are two guards at the door, both wearing uh, green armor. Is the gate open or closed? The gate is open. Take my cart and mosey on through. Yeah. Basically. Just gonna start so, guys, and bleep the, um, the guards look at you guys and they say, Welcome to the City of Wonder. And as you walk in through the gates, you see that even though it is the middle of the night, the city is bustling. It, it, there's a great nightlife in this city, and above the city, in the center of town, you see the floating island, and atop it, the great floating Arcanium. Um, so, big nightlife. Eric's got a big smile on his face, because apparently he rolled a dice for some reason. 14 to perform, uh, if you want to view paradise... You know, if you want to view paradise... You mean you mean the song from Willy Wonka that has a real name? Yeah, dude, isn't that the name of the song? No! What's the name of the song? I have it in my phone. Yeah, alright, there you go. Uh-huh, <laughs> mighty... Song's called Pure Imagination. See how I edited all that bit to where it looked like I just knew it? Yeah, nice, um, great, thanks. <laughs> um, so, 14 is pretty good, but honestly, these, these guards have heard better. Eh. I'm not drunk enough. Neither are they. <laughs> I play better when I'm drunk. Um, <laughs> it's like shooting pool. Yeah, yeah. Or beer pong. Yeah. So, um, as you guys enter town, you see a bunch of places are open. It seems like the shops here stay open at least pretty late, if not all around the clock. Um, the Arcanium is in the sky, like I said. The light, it's lit up. It doesn't seem like it goes to bed either so but the real question i have in character to the rest of the party uh-huh how are we supposed to get to the arcanium if people can get up there we then there's a way up there bing pong oh teleportation hey guys the wizard has a clue oh. <laughs> i'm gonna Yay. pull out my notebook my little journal that answers questions about magic and uh-huh. see if it answered that question about what is love Oh, yes. it, it just came Wait, your question was what is love? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, you open it up and it says, baby, baby don't, don't hurt, hurt me. me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. You know. <laughs> okay. So, the fucking dude who lives in the book spans many universes. That's fine. I just totally forgot you flip the page. You flip the page and it says, no, Mo. Great. Your book is a fucking wreck. When, uh, after... <laughs> After uh, Mohu asks how we get up there, and I reply with, we teleport, I'm going to go to Red Light District. I mean, I didn't plan on there being a Red I, Light I District. I know you didn't. There, I like throwing curveballs So, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm going to do what Chip says. Um, oh, my God. There has to guess be what I rolled. If there's a Night Light, there has it's to the be. It's the City of Fucking Wonder. I wonder why there wouldn't be a red light this year. Like I wonder what it costs for a BJ. Yeah. Like, they gotta have like that's, a drug that's problem. That's a quote for a one, job. So. <laughs> Once. I wonder 
how much it would cost to plug someone oh with gold. Oh my god. So, um. Did you see what you've done? The name of this episode is. Yeah, the name of this episode is gonna be The Party Gets Plugged. Don't, <laughs> don't plug me no more. Don't plug me no more. So, um. Okay, so James, 16. after. You get, you're trying to guess what I roll? Yeah. Higher. Is your roll. Is your guess higher or lower than what I rolled? I rolled an at 20. There's no red light. With that look, I knew I should have just said lower. Yeah. Your poker face sucks. This is I wanted you to guess it. I had a, I had an improvisation thing going on. Oh, my God. Was there going to be a legless dragonborn? Yep. <laughs> we're doing it now. Fuck <laughs> uh, <laughs> it. We're doing it live. <laughs> it has no arms either. It doesn't have one. Yeah, it's a torso dragonborn stripper. So Luckily, she's got, she's got an unseen servant. She cast like lifting her around the stripper uh, pole. I was gonna say she uses her dragon breath to maneuver around. The... Uh, she can cast mage hand, and it's just the hand, and it's like lifting her up. Her name is from <laughs> under the waist. Yeah, it's greater mage hand. It can lift more than five pounds. Um, no. So, um, you guys, are you splitting up? Are you going to find a place to sleep for the night? Are you doing nightlife things? What are we gonna? Do? We're gonna go around. I tried to do nightlife. No, things, James, but... I'm gonna let you do your thing. <laughs> I don't care about this little roll thing we just had. We'll let you do your thing. We're going to start with uh, Morana, uh, who is shaking her head no. Don't put any... Salar. What am I doing? What are you doing? That's a really good question, because a part of her wants to explore, because this is an interesting place, very much unlike anything else that she's seen. Jesus! God, no, don't as, <laughs> as someone finally knocks over the DM screen, I've been fucking hitting all day. <laughs> I threw it on the Eric, your character died. Mohu gets crushed by a fucking brewery hey, that look. falls from the sky. That's that's a like the wicked witch. Was it being your fucking toes curl in? Was it being carried by what? alehouse drinks. There we go. No. God, my brain stopped for a minute. <laughs> no. Holy shit. <laughs> no. Um. Okay. So, what is Salar doing? Can we skip her for a second while she? Thinks? I have skipped two characters now. What is Mohu doing? <laughs> Mohu's doing what he always does. He's looking for a fucking bar. Okay. As you go, um, you walk downtown and you're... actually, he's also looking for one other thing. Is there a bounty board around town? Not that you can see at this point in time. Okay. Another curveball. No. <laughs> Look, I've only got so much planning I do. Um, most of this is improv, can you tell? Uh, Wait, but you, you make mean the it. The DM doesn't right. plan before the. Match? The DM has 30 fucking pages of notes <laughs> that he wrote about the campaign that he typed. That are all <laughs> irrelevant because. And, <laughs> and I have 118 notes on my phone. You have to have more. Obviously. I always have more. Obviously. Was he this angry before I got here? No. <laughs> it's just Matt. Okay. So, okay, you find a, a tavern um, called the Floating Flagon. Ooh, the Floating Flagon. Yes. I think I'll have a flagon of the Floating Flagon's mead. Flagon, flagon. I couldn't think of another F. <laughs> it was Fabulous. like... It was Fabulous like, would have been a good F. It was or like finest. the Emporium. I like alliteration. Get off my back. Um, no, because it's time for you to be plugged. 
Episode 8, the DM gets plugged. Uh, <laughs> that's two episodes from now. Oh, this is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so you walk into the floating flagon. Okay, great. And you order a flagon of the floating flagons, fantastic ale. There's no F word I can think of that means alcoholic beverage. Yeah, right? Float. Watch, we're going to have like a million comments on this one. Why didn't you try this? Because we're doing it on, on the fly. So, um... Their, their number one ale is two gold per glass. Do I have... Money? I don't know. I can't see your couch. Oh, no, I've got money. <laughs> oh, don't you worry. This monk's got money. Thanks to that, you know, two guitar riffs down the fucking street. <laughs> no, the question is, is my distillery done? Um... It's been about a week since you started brewing. Booyaka shop. So, log up, order their thing, two gold. Here you go. Okay. And so, then kind of look at the bartender and go, do you have an empty keg by chance? He kind of looks at you a little weird. He's like, you must not be from here. Why, no. No, I'm not. Um... When our when our kegs are tapped and they run dry, they fill back up. Magically. Yes, much like the city you are in, most things here are done with magic. Can you tell the DM has a little thing with magic? Yeah, it's a magic fetish. Somebody got his letter when he was Casters are the best. You wear a hat when you fuck too, huh? <laughs> no, because I can't find one that fits my small head. <laughs> But he uses that wand. Yeah. My wand's in my closet. Oh my god. <laughs> I got one from University. So would you, you buy it from I a friend? It's Sirius Black's wand. Mine's the one for November. Wait, did what? you buy it from her friend? Who's her friend? I'm the sorry, friend I wasn't listening. The friend that we listening. had the conversation Oh, no, I didn't. The one that no, makes didn't. sex toys. Sorry, I forgot already, because... <laughs> because, ew. <laughs> so, um, you, do you drink the drink? Yeah, of course. Um, roll a constitution check. What? You know, the thing. I'm a drunken master. I know, and it hit you like a fucking train. What? (laughs) Yeah, I did. Holy shit, I'm fucked. I got eight. (laughs) Oh, you're gonna have to wait for me to get back to my microphone. (laughs) Oh, fuck. (laughs) The drunken monk is now drunk. Yay, let's fight. (laughs) Okay. So, you rolled a eight? Yeah, On yeah. the constitution check? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you uh, have never felt this fucked up, especially after one sip. Um, Do I get advantage on my kung fu? <laughs> I'm going to give you uh, what we call the... I'm gonna give you this. Because I play better when I'm drunk. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, you'll get advantage on attack rolls for the next three hours. Yay. Um, Start a bar fight. Usual other people. <laughs> <laughs> As you look around the bar with your blurred vision, you see little things and big things and, and big shapes. Thing. I mean, how little um, are the little things? Not like gnomes. The, oh. bar, the bartender himself is a gnome. Oh, you did it now. Football punk. 
So with that, kind of look at the bartender. Actually, look around. Are there any female gnomes? Help me. Evens are odd. Evens. Yep. Oh, kick ass. <laughs> Stumble over to one. Strength check. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's a strength check of 20 unnatural. Oh, my God, you're adorable. Come dance with me. <laughs> um... Yeah, no, she will willingly dance with you. Yeah, too late. She's already, like, off the ground. So <laughs> she's okay with this, though. I just want to point that out. Because um, she's drinking the same shit you are. <laughs> so, so um, Trake, where are you? I am, um... Watching this go drinking. down? I will buy. Are you getting the same thing? Yeah, I'll buy. All right, so roll a constitution check. 26. You're all right. All right. So you watch the drunken monk with who supposedly has a great alcohol tolerance um, take one sip and he's floored. And you're like, give me another one. <laughs> Mo who's over here dancing in the corner with a fucking stool that he mistaked for a gnome. <laughs> That's canon now. What? Can we get that fan art of a fucking monk panda dancing with a panda fucking bar a stool? stool in the corner? Just do do do. We gotta have fan here, right? I'm asking for it. He's got that blush on his cheek. Can I roll perception? You can. See what he's dancing with. Eleven. Um. What do you want him to be dancing with? Because you rolled the same number I rolled, and I'm going to give you that choice. Oh, my God. <laughs> he is dancing with his mug, and he spilt it all over everyone around him. Okay, Fantastic. so you're dancing with your mug, which you think is a stool, which you think is, is a no. <laughs> um... Okay, so going back around Squall, what you doing in the magical town of Wonder? Um, I'm trying to figure out a way to get up to that place. Okay. Roll a couple... Roll a perception check. Roll a perception check. Why are you so... Why is everyone so bad at these? They roll the die and their head just hangs. That's an eight. It's an eight. Um, You're kind of... None of us are playing characters that should have a good wisdom modifier. I know. <laughs> um, I mean, my wisdom's 14. So, Squall, you're in this town. There are, like, lanterns strung throughout the streets with magical light. You are kind of taken aback by just everything. Like, you're having senses. Like, your senses are overloading. You don't really see any visible way to get from the ground to the arcanium. There's no ladders, no staircases, no tubes, no series of tubes. Um, no chocolate rivers. No chocolate rivers. Your pure imagination is not doing well. Um, so we know where Trake is. Yep. Karox, where are you? I'm looking for the red light district. All right. Um, roll a perception check. For me. Can I break the train? Nope. <laughs> Great. It's an eight. <laughs> yes. Can we use this passive? Use it. Okay. Roll me an arcana check. 
Third one tonight. Nat 20? Yeah. All right. So you're looking at the sign, like the street signs, and they have, they're all in common, but they do morph into different languages just briefly. Um, and as one of the street signs is changing, um, for just a second, you think you caught, uh, like, uh, like a hint of where y you want to go. Okay. Pours this way. <laughs> kind of. But it's in, like, old magical writing that normal, like, wizards who don't really study would not have understood but because of your tutor before you killed him um you understand what what it means and it kind of leads you it, it's more of a your dreams can come true if you come this way okay um what time of night is it it well you traveled for four hours so we're gonna say it's like one to two in the morning okay um so you follow signs mm -hmm. all right so We'll be right back to you. Okay. Where's Marana? Um, I want to ask the guards if they've noticed anything about the Arcanium. Like, anything weird. Oh, you want to do actual, like, work. Okay, cool. The first <laughs> yes, person in the group <laughs> who came to the city and didn't just immediately go, Alcohol! Hookers! I mean... I didn't. Oh, I know, but you <laughs> failed. Horribly. You haven't gone yet. Yeah, that's I what mean, I'm saying. So how could I? Oh god, Salar shows you back. You had a chance. <laughs> I, I have um, a vice. What do you want? <laughs> no, the um He's dancing. The guard looks at you and kind of confused. But as he um starts to think, he's like, Well a um a couple of Months ago, maybe one and a half to two months ago, there was a, a strange beam that shot out of the uh, top of the Arcanium. But they do crazy shit up there all the time. So we just disregarded. It didn't fuck our shit up, so we're good. <laughs> That's why they're up there, and we're down here. Anything else? Um, there's a circle in the middle of the town. It usually is the entryway and exit. Anything else? Do I need to talk to anybody, or do I just go stand in the circle and wait for some shit to happen? Um, during the daytime hours, there is usually... Someone there that works for the Arcanium that will get you in. Um, they tell you that the uh, floating flagon has rooms. Okay, because I'm not naming another place off the top of my head. He tells you as you start to move out of his area. He he looks at you and he's like, "Move along." He has to appear like he's doing his job. Um. <laughs> Salar. Salar, what are you doing? <laughs> I missed Vivi. So, 
are there like any shops still open or is it just yeah there are shops open okay i kind of feel like browsing through magical shops okay um as you walk into the city as you walk in uh you see a familiar purple and gold building (laughs) does it have another wacky inflatable arm too there was one but he's kind of just passed out on the ground Mm. (laughs) a pool of something next to him i'm gonna avoid that place right now okay so moving along you see a couple shops that are just um tailors uh blacksmith um, and then you get to one shop where the instead of having a sign with a name on it, it's just got a um, like what appears to be a magic wand and a staff crossed, like like an X. Mm. What do you do? Check out that place, I guess. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, as you walk in. Uh, there is a small gnome with a big old monocle that he actually, to see you, he pulls out and it turns into a telescope. That would be extremely useful. Oh my god. And then he, uh, as he gets a good look at you, he pushes it back in. For your IRL life. Yeah, for my IRL life. For, yes, for you in real life, it would be great. Too bad I just made it up. Um... So he looks at you and he's like, oh, hello. Welcome. And she immediately hates it and leaves. Thank you. I just wanted to peruse the spell scrolls if there are any here. Spell scrolls, you say? I do have a few of those. Specifically, what are you looking for? I'm just looking... Okay, um, he opens a drawer, and, uh, there are a bunch of spell scrolls in, like, alphabetical order, because he's got OCD. (laughs) I like that. It makes things easier to find. So, you look through, and you see, um, a few spells just that pop out as you're, like, thumbing through the, uh, like, huge drawer of spell scrolls Mm -hmm. you see a spell scroll of blade ward a spell scroll of friends which i don't believe you're gonna buy because you don't (laughs) want any all i Um, need is salvador (laughs) you see a spell scroll of color spray a spell scroll of false life a spell scroll of Find Familiar, and a spell scroll of Magic Circle. What do you do? I'm gonna grab that Find Familiar one. You want Find Familiar, okay. So, do you want to peruse the shop at all, or is that what you want and you're gonna go? Suppose I'll glance around and see if there's anything else that just stands out to me. With my god, this is the only good perception check I will ever have. It's a natural 20. Okay, so you see everything. 
Um, <laughs> things that stand out to you, there are two platinum coins kept in a glass case. Um, there is a set of heavy armor covered in and inside and out with fur. There is a ring with a glowing emerald inside. A um, solid wooden mask. The last mask that I had, the only mask that I still have, is a strange experience. I think I'm going to stray away from that. Oh, come on. <laughs> um, and um, a single uh, bronze gauntlet are the things that catch your eyes. Okay. Um, specifically, I'd like to look at maybe the... I'll ask about the emerald ring. Okay. So the gnome comes over. Uh, actually, he's on, like, a stool, and he just kind of pushes off of his desk and, like, slides over to you. And as he gets closer, the he untelescopes the closer he gets. <laughs> he's um, watching me the whole time. Yeah. Make sure I ain't stealing. Yes, he was. <laughs> He's like, oh, it looks like you're paying particular attention to the Ring of the Sentinel. Um, stati- like, mechanically speaking, it's like a fucking Bilbo's sword. Except it, it, it glows when a creature you specify is close. Um, that creature can be changed with a long rest and you, like, changing the creature. Mm-mm. That's what the ring does. Would you like to purchase my ring? <laughs> um, not at the moment. Uh, just for now, this scroll. I probably will be back in a few days. Oh, just for that that scroll is um seventy five gold. Yeah. Yeah, that seems fair. Cool. Um, so you give him the money. He gives you a scroll of Find Familiar. That one's not mine. Cool beans. All right, so we're going to pause there really quick uh, and head <clears throat> over to James. As you're rounding a corner with rolling over your nat 20, uh, you see markings on the walls that just are like glowing arrows. That you have to have some kind of magic to... Are they red? No, they're pink. Even better. So as you follow... Do you follow the arrows? Yes. All right. So you end up at a small house. And as you see the door, it's got like the eye slit on it that can be opened. Mm -hmm. Uh, What do you do? Okay, so I as, knock. as you knock, I forgot we were recording. I could hear you fine. Yeah. <laughs> I was starting to talk. Um, as you knock. Looks down, we're actually not recording. No, I made sure. Because <laughs> I, I had that small heart attack when she was buying her spell scroll. I was like, is it not moving? No, it's moving. Um, so uh, you knock. The slot opens, and you see uh, two giant eyeballs. Um, And he's like, what do you want? 
I want to plug some holes. Are you sure you don't want to get plugged? You're strangely open and forthright with your thoughts, but what do you want? What are you looking for? Do I say a red dragonborn woman? As you contemplate this, you see his eyes start to move out of the slot, and then new eyes appear. Same, same size eyes. Uh huh. Whoa. Um. And you hear, you hear. I, I don't think he answered your question. What, what what are you here for? This is, uh... You have... In the background. I'm here to party. See, I don't know what you're talking about. He answered your question fine. He opens the door. <laughs> um, and she I go in fist pumping. Yes. <laughs> as the as you as you walk in, um, I'm gonna fucking die. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Stop. Stop. All right. So um. Oh wait, you're laughing in Draconic. Yeah. Um. That was last episode. I know, but it's still funny. Um, it's still the funny. So as you walk in, you see um, humanoid creatures, different sizes and shapes, all on this, like, dance floor. And then you see this stage with several, like, catwalks, almost, that come out into the crowd. And on each of the ends of the, like, each of the end of the platforms that come out, there's a different type of humanoid dancing. Um, so at the far end, on the left, there's, um, you're just waiting for it. I'm still fist pumping. You're still fist pumping? <laughs> All right, Jersey cool. Shore up in this bitch. Fist pumping like a champ. Um, it's on the very far left, there is a, um, just a human dancing, human female. Then the next one is an orc male. Then the one after that is a uh, tiefling female. And the one after that, the last one, <laughs> we'll see you next week. I'm just playing. It's a dragon born with no arms and legs. We'll see you next week, everybody. Have a great <laughs> night. I found her. Hey, everybody. You've made it to the end of episode six. I hope you enjoy our podcast. And if you do, please like us on Facebook, uh, Metal and Magic Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, at Metal and Magic Pod. Go to iTunes, leave us a review, rate us. Anything helps. Do you have a carrier pigeon? You should have a carrier pigeon. If you don't have a carrier pigeon, find a random pigeon and tie a letter to its leg and set it free. Most of them find their way to us. We hope you enjoy our podcast, and we will see you next week for the last episode. 
using our old audio equipment. Have a magical night and a magical life.